Hey, welcome to the Monday morning show. That's almost the Monday afternoon show because of my technical difficulty. <laughs> Sorry, we're 16 minutes late. I'm Grant Cohn. Yeah. Ryan G. Hensley. G, how you doing? I'm good, man. Doing great. As a Niner fan, got it. I'm on the top of the world right now, and business is good, and life is good, man. Can't complain. Yeah, it seems like this is like the Niners' year to win the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but it doesn't seem like there's really anyone in their way and it doesn't seem like they're going to get much better than they are right now what do you think is this their year it's got to be man i feel like honestly i feel like this year and next year are really high chances of winning the super bowl i mean think about brock purdy first of all let me just say this i'm a brock purdy fan right now like mm-hmm. i have i have evolved from a skeptic to just like a straight up fan like brock, what i saw from brock purdy yesterday was just to me best thing i've seen in a long time it, it, this team is now a dynamic passing team they can run the ball really well best in the nfl maybe possibly probably they can also pass the ball at all levels they can dink and dunk if that's what the, the game plan calls for they can hit you in the intermediate and or they can take the top off and go that's what i've been missing grant like this is what i've been missing since cap mm-hmm. I, and this Brock Purdy is the cure for Jimmy G PTSD, mm-hmm. right? There's a quote from Brock, man, that I don't know who asked him. I know you were there, but um, they talked about Brock Purdy's evolution from last year to this year. Someone asked him about, you know, him passing deep this year. And he says, was I afraid to go deep last year? I don't think so. This year, I feel like I'm just more aware of what our offense is. And if the defense gives us a look, I'm ready for it. So I have taken deep shots this year. So even Brock Purdy knows that this year is different from last year. I believe last year he was two for six, 33% mm-hmm. with the interception mm-hmm. over 30 yards. This year, the guy is 17 for 23 with, I think, six touchdowns over 30 yards. Mm-hmm. It's night and day difference. Brock, Brock, Even Brock realizes it, and that's what's been missing from this 49ers team the entire time Kyle Shanahan has been here with this roster, with Brock Purdy, and his passing game, his running game, his defense, the depth. This is the year, man. I really I think this is the year. Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting about this team, it feels like it's the most complete team in the league. We've we've known it, but if you have a quarterback making nine hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah. then you really can have no weaknesses. And every week you see these teams in Niners face, they're just riddled with weaknesses. Mm-hmm. None of these teams are complete. They're like, well, you got this and this, but really you have none of that. And it's every week, and the Niners are the one team in the league that's not even built that way. And we're thinking about when they get to the Super Bowl, maybe they'll face the Chiefs, like. Chiefs are not built that way. The Chiefs are, mm-hmm. they have a hero at quarterback. There's, in the AFC, there's some teams with some heroes at quarterback, but there isn't a complete team like the Niners. We thought the Eagles were that, but they're not. They're frauds. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 at, at a certain point, the Niners are going to have to pay Brock Purdy and they'll be a normal team like the rest of the league. But right now, they're like working with a stacked deck. They absolutely yeah. should win the Super Bowl this year. A stacked deck and the quarterback is playing phenomenal, right? It's not just that it's not just that he's cheap, but he's cheap and playing like the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I'm I'm a big Patrick Mahomes guy. I still think he's probably the best quarterback in the NFL. If I had a gun to my head, I had to pick that's who I'm picking. But it stocked down a little bit based on his uh behavior after the Bills came, just whining and complaining. Um I don't know, man. I, I see the 49ers as the all-around best team in the NFL, and Brock Purdy's playing like the best quarterback right now. It's crazy. Like, I, I cannot 
I, I if you would have told me that all this was going to happen last year, I wouldn't have believed you. The fact that just the story of him and just coming off UCL injury, he hasn't even had an offseason yet. That's why I think the next two years, like not only this year, it's next year too, because they're going to be able to retain a lot of these players. And Brock Purdy's going to have a whole offseason to prepare for the season. It's just, I can't believe how much of a Brock Purdy fan I am. I never expected this guy to be like, be like this. It's freaking great, man. Well, I think we just haven't seen a, a 49ers quarterback improve like this in a long time. And then maybe it's because they have, like, I keep coming back to the salary thing, but he still has to earn that next contract. Mm-hmm. And with Jimmy Garoppolo, he had like a five game audition and they paid him. Yeah. So all of a sudden he became one of the highest paid players in the league and he wasn't proven. Right. Uh, Colin Kaepernick played like a season and a half and then they paid him, became one of the highest paid players in the league. What still wasn't really proven like, by mm-hmm. the time Brock Purdy gets paid, he's going to be proven. He's going to have started two and a half seasons, been to three different playoffs most likely if he stays healthy and you'll know exactly what you're getting whether he's elite or not and it's trending that he will be so that's a good thing like he needs to like this is like the joe montana thing you're you're just a guy you got to grind you got to prove yourself and by the time you do you might just end up being a super bowl winner i think we haven't seen a quarterback this earnestly working on his craft in a long time jimmy seemed like he was sort of like the lifestyle Colin mm-hmm. Tudor would agree. Guys who like being on the red carpet, things like that. Like this, mm-hmm. that's not what Brock is, at least yet. Yeah, and two big differences: Brock over Jimmy and Cap. Brock wants to continuously be better. He wants to be great, and he's willing to put in the work. And he knows he has things that he can still improve on. I'm sure, and especially coming off from last year. Like to me, he gets better. He looks at himself every week and is like, "Oh, I could do this better. I could do that better." Whereas with Jimmy, I don't think he cared. I don't think Cap – I think Cap's ego was a little too big where he just thought he was already there. He, he already arrived and didn't have to work on anything. And, you know, I got to interview Cap. I like Cap. He was super nice to me. But, like, you know, when people talk about, like, are you going to work on your mechanics? Or And then he had some it's, big loompy wump. Yeah, and he was, like, offended by it. Like, and like, yeah. no, I'm good. Like, yeah. with Brock, it's just humble. And maybe a lot of it is because of how he entered the league. Last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, making $900,000. He's still got to go out there and prove himself through next year before he can get paid. And, you know, I also just think it's who he is. He's just a humble, good guy, smart guy. Uh, He focused on the right things, family and football. He's that kind of faith, family and football, right? You've heard that expression a ton of times. That's who Brock Purdy is. And so I think the 49ers are just really fortunate. Even when he has to get paid, if he plays like this, they still might be in good shape, man. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it seems the, the one thing I want to say is that the Niners are, are in the NFC and they're beating up on some bad teams mm-hmm. like the NFC is trash. Yeah. Just want to yeah. point that out. Like there's like five good teams in the NFC, maybe even the, good the, teams NFC, aren't in the AFC. There's 11 teams over 500. And against the AFC, the Niners are. Two and two. Mm-hmm. Believe. Or so, even. Yeah. Are they right. two and two? They've beaten who they've beaten? Pittsburgh. They beat the Steelers. Uh-huh. And they, they beat they lost to Cleveland lost and Cincinnati. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Yeah. Who else is in their league? Uh the Ravens. We still gotta play. They the Jaguars? They beat the Jags. Jaguars, so, yeah. Yeah. Two and two. Yeah. Two and two. I, yeah, but you're right. I, this Christmas game to me is a Super Bowl preview. It's who I, I thought the Niners and the I've been predicting the Niners are going to the Super Bowl for the last three, four weeks, also the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So I think this could definitely be a preview 
of the Super Bowl. I don't know. Something about the Chiefs I'm not believing in this year. Uh, I, I just think Lamar yeah, Jackson. Know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, something about the Ravens to me. They lost to the Eagles. Yeah, they lost to the Lions. Right, they, there's something just missing a little bit from the Chiefs. I don't expect them to go nowhere long term. I still think they're going to be a threat for years to come. But this year, I don't know. I feel like it's the Ravens year. So I think this game on Christmas, to your point, it's a really good test. It's the best team in the NFC. There goes Grant. It's the best team in the I'm NFC. Here. Oh, you oh, can't see. I feel okay. like I'm out of but, focus. I'm trying to like restart my my uh, camera. I feel like I was out of focus. All good, man. Yeah, best there team in the NFC versus best team in the AFC on Christmas. Ravens and Niners, that's going to be the ultimate test. If they can get through that game, not only do I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but they're going to win the Super Bowl. I bet money on it if they beat the Ravens. Alex T says, did you see Colin Cowherd shouted you out today? He said he appreciates real journalists and SF asking the fundamental questions. I thought he did that a couple of days ago. Did he? Oh, because a couple of days ago. Because you asked him about the, the hat? Yeah. Yeah. It was silly. Daniel Garcia says, pretty crazy to think that Brock is a little under 800 yards away from becoming the single season passing leader for SF. Hell of a story. Dude has the highest passer rating out of all quarterbacks in the history of NFL through 500 passes. That's in crazy. the history of the NFL, dude. I, I do want to point out that he's essentially having the Matt Ryan season, the Matt Ryan MVP season. I mean, mm-hmm. this is like the optimization of Kyle Shanahan's offense. And you could argue that this team has you know more talent than that team julio jones was great but they i mean muhammad sanu taylor gabriel Devontae freeman austin hooper not exactly what the niners are working with over here and frankly yeah. i like brock Purdy better than matt ryan matt yeah. ryan like he had a bunch of middling seasons in the nfl and a great one season he couldn't move at all um didn't have the strongest arm i'll take brock Purdy over him he's having that season yes. and i guess he's gonna be the mvp and, I guess and what's what's crazy, man? He's twenty three years old. He's in the what twenty first game started. The 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 NFL got to adjust to Brock Purdy, and they still can't stop him, right? They they saw Brock Purdy first at games, had film on him, game plan for him. Nothing is working. He's mm-hmm. able to do attack you in every way, and he's only twenty three. So it's very encouraging yeah. for the future. Funny box five five four four said, "Did you hear what Colin Coward said about you today?" That was today. I I thought I heard it already. Jose Ramirez says, "Kyle looks younger and happy." LOL, crazy. What a good quarterback can do. Let's go, Purdy. Also, what does Purdy need to do to be elite? Uh, Super Bowl win. Just keep doing what he's doing, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Stay healthy. Yeah, he's doing it. It's just time. Yeah, because I mean, he could like just absolutely disappear all of a sudden, and then you know it happens. But I don't see it. I don't foresee it happening. So just more time. All right. Um, so Brock Purdy, best story in the league, but I want to talk about the next Brock Purdy. Okay. Teams are looking for the next Brock Purdy. And I think one team may have found, I'm not saying an MVP player, but I think one team may have found the next Brock Purdy, their Brock Purdy. He's older than Brock, but he's winning. He's thrust into duty because of injury to a very highly paid player. Everyone felt this team was just done. Who is this guy? And now he's on the field winning, putting up really, really good numbers. This past week, his quarterback rating was 122 in a win. Put up 34 points. Last week, his quarterback rating was 115 in a win where they put up 34 points. What a start to this young man's career. The next Brock Purdy. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. I'm trying to think of who you're talking about right now. Jake Browning. Oh, Jake Browning. Jake Browning. 
He's, Shout out to Jake he's Browning. filling in for Joe Burrow over in Cincinnati, and everyone wrote that team off, but mm-hmm. they're a very talented team. And Jake Browning just happens to be a very experienced college quarterback. Started yeah. as a true freshman at Washington, played four years, played a lot in high school, was extremely I gotta see him. successful. He's from you out know here. him. I yeah. got to see him in high school multiple times. He plays yeah. against the kid, the, the school where my kids go. So I got to see him. You play. Go. Folsom. Yeah. Not that yep. big. Doesn't have the strongest arm. But all of a sudden, once again, he's put into a good system mm-hmm. with good players around him. And gosh, his, his uh, combination of traits and talents is getting the job done at a very efficient level. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny. If you look at his resume, what he brings to the table is very similar to Brock Purdy. Four-year starter. What are their traits? Accurate, mobile enough, process quickly, experienced. Yeah. And it yeah. seems like, you know, maybe you don't need to have a Brett Favre skill set to be an MVP candidate quarterback or to put up great numbers or to win. Maybe just being accurate, mobile, smart, a quick processor. Not even smart. A quick Alex Smith was smart. And not a quick processor, a quick yeah. processor. And um, what was the last thing I said? Smart, quick processor, accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the mind, well, man. Yeah. It's the mind. It's the mind. Some people are yeah. made. Sports is 90% Experienced. Experienced. There you go. Experienced. That's and that comes, and that's what yeah. like the experience is what gets your mind right. Sports has yeah. always been mental mostly sports is mostly mental uh in a lot of ways maybe not as much football unless you're playing quarter or something else but it is a complex game that people underrate but it's mentality is everything and it's hard to to judge but brock has it man he can see the field he can read defenses he processes and uh i I see what you're saying on brown i gotta see way more from him well of Um, course of course i'm not saying he's the next brock i am saying he's the next right But what I'm saying is, look, I feel like what we talk about uh, an elite quarterback, it's like you're almost looking for a savior, a mm-hmm. super quarterback, a quarterback with a cape, Brock, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. And when you get Justin Herbert, when you get a quarterback like that, Joe Burrow, give him all the money in the world, top dollar. And look what happens to the team. Look what happens yeah. to Philly with Jalen Hurts. Like eventually the depth is gone. Or now you got a real weakness at linebacker and safety and this. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, well, it's cool, though. We have a hero at quarterback. He's going to save us. I don't know, man. It's it's not working for the Chiefs right now. And it seems it's, yeah. instead of, you know, it, it, you could have savers at quarterback before the salary cap. But now if you have that quarterback, eventually he's just going to drain all your assets. He's going to take up all your salary cap. Even if you have Patrick Mahomes, you're going to be really vulnerable to a team like the Niners who is spending nothing on their quarterback and he's good. Yeah. And nothing. it seems like these guys are available. They're not, you know, they don't go in round one. You can find experienced, accurate, mobile, quick processors after the draft because the NFL, I mean, maybe not anymore. Maybe the NFL's caught on, but it seems like this is a combination of traits that works. If you just put the right team around them and it's easier to find wide receivers and running backs and tight ends than a hero quarterback. You could search for that guy for 50 years. Have the lions ever had that guy? I mean, of the Jaguar. I mean, I don't know. Here's a, here's my, my my thoughts. Like, I understand why the NFL and people are trying to find the next Brock Purdy. I just don't think it happens as often as people would think or like or want. Like, yeah, you can be experienced, and that's great. You could be, you know, a good processor, and that's great. But you, if you don't have it, 
Like, right? Like, there's only one Brady drafted in the sixth round sure. that was able to do what he was able to do. And I don't know if there's another Brock Purdy out there either, right? There's, I think that's rare. I think people, I think the NFL wants that to be a thing where we can just go find another Brock Purdy, but I'm not convinced you can't. And yeah, Jake Brown looks good so far, but I want to see more of that before I even put one uh, Brock scale. Give, give me 10 games. How many Brock Purdy's never got an opportunity because they were undrafted? Because they were the last pick in the draft or the seventh round pick and they weren't that big and they didn't throw that hard and people were looking for all the wrong traits. And the when starter really, didn't get injured. Like because the of S2 this. cognition yeah. test and how many throws you had in college and high school and your completion percentage. Like that stuff is way more important than what you could project to become in a few years with good coaching. Like that's going to happen in the NFL. The reality is if Trey Lance or Brock or Jimmy G didn't get hurt, Brock Purdy's probably still QB2, QB3. Right. right? He, he, he was only got that opportunity. Yeah, we would never yeah. know. If Trey stayed healthy this whole time, they'd probably be still working on on developing Trey, and we'll see. I don't know, you know, what team would look like right now with Trey Lance, but you know, or Jimmy. But that's the other thing is you're right. They they automatically classify those guys that are drafted late or undrafted and make them QB threes off top. And the only reason Brock got an opportunity is because of injury. So how many of those guys could have been good? Because yeah. Brock Purdy could easily not have played a single snap yet. I mean, it's not like the Niners knew. They took him with the last pick. They took Tariq Castro Fields before him. They were willing to not, they were willing to lose out on him. Jake yeah. Browning was on the Vikings practice squad for three years. They let him go. Now their starters, Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, these these teams just don't know what to look for at quarterback. That's what's so interesting about the NFL. It's the most important position, and teams don't know how to scout it, develop it. But all of a sudden, they're like, I feel like the, the light bulb went on after like a hundred years. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, reps matter. Accuracy yeah. is the most important thing. It's functional mobility and processing. And I think the Wonderlick was a totally useless test, but they're getting so much better at figuring out. You don't have to be smart to process. That's a whole different thing. Smart and quick processing are totally yeah. different things. Joe Montana was a super quick processor. Was he smart? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. Like I don't know. Yeah. But you yeah. have to be. It's just right. It's a reaction. Yeah. It's not a. It's not like a thought process. It's like, hmm, is he open? Let me think about it. Yeah. Mm, not quite. Not to my <laughs> taste. It's the if factor, man. That's why I keep coming back to. You just, there's something about some guys are just have a feel for the game. Some guys don't. Some guys can see it. Some guys can't. And it's really hard to quantify that pre-draft without just seeing them on the field it's also different from college to nfl it's two different playing styles it's two different uh, caliber of opponent it's it's just very hard to tell until you give them a shot like i said brock Purdy could it's possible there's an alter alternate scenario an alternate universe out there where brock Purdy never even gets a snap on the 49ers uh luckily for him and this fr- franchise he got that opportunity and he's proven that he has what it takes um, so it's great, great scenario for the 49ers, especially there, there's just some of these teams games. that have really stacked rosters like the Niners. Like you, you go there and it's like, do you know what to do with this supporting cast? Mm-hmm. And it's like guys like Trey Lance who come into the league with 400 throws or whatever. It's like, well, not really. I mean, I haven't yeah. been in this situation before. I need to be developed before I can be, you know, before I can function. And you can see like you can actually get quarterbacks on day yeah. three or after the draft who can perform quite well with a good supporting cast. 
Now, I don't know yeah. what Jake Browning or Brock Purdy would do on the Patriots. I don't know. That team sucks. And, and, and maybe no quarterback could uplift that team. But frankly, maybe teams should stop thinking about savior quarterbacks and putting yeah. together good teams and getting good quarterbacks you can uplift. That's way yeah. easier than finding the freaking savior. Like Jacksonville has a savior quarterback. But still, it's like your team isn't that good. Your wide receivers aren't that good. You're asking him to be a superhero, and it's like you're not going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you, Jacksonville. Yeah, well, you know, we I've given my fair share of of criticism to Kyle and John about the way they've approached it, but they win the Super Bowl this year, which they very well could. Kind of shuts me up, right, about their approach, starting with the defense and building from there, because now they have all the pieces in place. This team is so deep; it's ridiculous. Like, think about this. Logan Ryan, Super Bowl winning DB two times. Jason Verrett. Yeah. They're on this team and they haven't even touched the field yet. Those are really freaking high caliber players. Yeah, they're old and Verrett's had a ton of injury, but those are really good players. Haven't even touched the field yet. They might go out and sign Ertz. This team is so damn deep. The defensive line yesterday, missing Armstead. Hargrave got injured. Ken Law stepped up, balled out. Uh, Randy Gregory balled out. Cleland Farrell bought out Kalia Davis, just deep. And this team has all the play pieces in place. They, yeah. This is the year, and they could right. be, compete next if year. You want to build a team like the Niners and put all the pieces in place and then get your quarterback. You're, the quarterback you could get in the free agent market would be too expensive. You have to get a guy on a rookie deal. But then that guy doesn't can't be inexperienced. He has to be ready to go. And mm -hmm. what's crazy about that is like you can find what I'm describing on day three or after the draft, and he could be good right away. Like that's a game changer. And the yeah. Niners didn't like like didn't figure it out. I guess they discovered it. And now if this is repeatable and other teams can do this, this changes yeah. everything. All of a sudden it's like, well, wh wh why would I take a quarterback in round one? What the Patriots thought they were smart taking Mac Jones in round one. The Niners considered taking him with the third pick. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You can find quarterbacks. You can find quarterbacks who are good. Don't do that. Get a running yeah. back. Get a the wide nine, receiver. Get an offensive the Niners, yeah. the Bears, the Patriots, they all th – that was a mistake for all of them. They could have all just drafted – like they could have Michael Any Parsons. pick it in round team. one? No, don't ever do that. Don't no. make that mistake. Yeah. Yeah, you if can't you find If you're getting someone there. truly special like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, fine. Otherwise, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, think about how big of a mistake that was. I mean, Trey Lance barely played football. Like, I, again, I still think Trey Lance has a ton of potential. He's very smart. But that lack of experience was – very uh, crucial as far as like slowing down his development and not being ready yeah. to step up in day one. It was a big mistake by the 49ers part, like thinking that a guy that's barely played football can just all of a sudden take the reins and right. It was, it was a Super Bowl winning roster it's and they were looking line. for a guy that could step in right away. And they picked the guy who's barely it was played like the football. James Wiseman mistake. You know, you can't yeah. just draft a really talented center quarterback say he has all the traits, we'll figure it out over time. Like, no, he may never figure it out. It's going to take a lot of time. And while you're waiting for him, this team is ready to go. And it's like, it never it never made sense. The didn't Niners didn't figure it out. But I feel like teams wouldn't make that mistake anymore. The yeah. Niners made that, like, the ultimate Trey Lance mistake. The rest of the league learned from it. But they also saved themselves with the Brock Purdy discovery. And now the Bengals may have found, not the next Brock Purdy, but their version of it. The guy mm -hmm. who was just hanging around, who can actually keep the offense going, maybe even better. 
all of a yeah. sudden that's going to change the whole league. I feel like it was like that 30 years ago with running backs back in the day. You, you muted yourself back in the day. It was like, you had to have a great running back and you had mm -hmm. to get one. And then like, I feel like in the mid nineties, the, the Shanahan's kind of pointed out like, Hey, you can sort of manufacture this production mm -hmm. and get good running backs on day three. I th if, if that's true about quarterbacks too, that's going to make the league so much better because quarterback play is freaking atrocious. Well, think I about the last. That. There need to be more Brock Purdy's in the league. It would make the league so much more watchable. Outside of Stroud, who didn't look that great last week for some reason, um, how many first-round quarterbacks have really done their thing? Trevor Lawrence, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. He's not even really that maybe. great. Stroud, um, I mean, yeah. besides that, I mean, you're talking Stroud. about – Dozens oh, of Allen. Look at Sam Darnold a while ago. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Look at Sam. Yeah, Darnold. so you make a good case for it, man. And, and think about what the Niners could have got had they not drafted Trey Lance. Got that Michael Parsons. They could have drafted a right tackle. They could have drafted a right guard, a center. Yeah. Think about that too, though. Uh, not to switch the point, but can you imagine if the 49ers build this O line? <laughs> How good? Because look how good Brock's doing. This all line is not very good, man. Uh, outside of Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, not very That's what good. I'm saying they 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 need to like just go all in with offense because they they have the uh, MVP quarterback, you know, uh, all these all pros around them. Just commit to the offense, have the greatest offense in franchise history, and put yourself right there with Bill Walsh. Stop trying to work around your offense. Build that line anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about Brock uh, Jake Browning. I yeah. feel like he's getting an opportunity because Brock Purdy exists and more quarterbacks like that need to get opportunities um, that were overlooked. It's yeah, Brock Purdy's cool. legacy, man. It's kind of cool to see the local kid get his get his opportunity. What are they going to do, though? Browning turns out to be a baller. What, is Bang what are the Bengals going to do? But Browning's a baller. Burrow's Good problem to have. Yeah. I mean, now you got two quarterbacks. I just think it's funny. Like, I mean, they obviously stick with Burrow, but it's just so funny. It's like, oh, Jake Browning, what's he going to do? Oh, he's going to play well? Right, because he's played a ton of football. Like, he's not... He's not. Would they stick with Burrow though? If they can get Browning on a rookie contract, would they stick with? Well, he's not. Is he? Is he not a rookie contract? If Browning anymore? wins the Super Bowl, it'd be kind of like, uh, I, dude. What if it's Browning and Purdy in the Super Bowl? <laughs> what if? I'd like to see it. Yeah, I thought Browning was so good against the Jaguars two weeks ago. I watched that game. I didn't get to see him yesterday because I was at the Niners. But mm -hmm. dude is pretty he, efficient. He's gonna have to evolve as defenses evolve. I think we've seen that with Brock Purdy. We'll see if Browning can do it over time. Dude, he's hold on. He's completing 75.5% of his passes. That's Who the hell does he think he is? Brock Purdy? <laughs> I don't understand. All right, let's do some yeah. let's do some prize picks. All right, let's do some prize picks. Hold on. So we got a game tonight. Put the prize picks logo up. Boom. So Who's it's playing? official. Who's playing tonight? We got two games tonight. We got Tennessee Titans, Dolphins, and Packers Giants concurrently at the same time. I don't know why they do stuff like that. It really chaps my hide, really grinds my gears. But let's start with Tua. The left-handed, the left-handed uh, Purdy, down in uh, Niners Southeast is what I call the the Dolphins. Yeah, what do you think two ninety-one and a half passing yards? That's a ton. Two ninety-one and a half. He'll might get Tennessee. that by himself though. He'll might get that himself though. So That's I don't true. know. Tennessee's yeah. that bad. Yeah, and, and Miami's explosive, man. Monday night, I'm gonna say over to be honest, even though it's a lot. I feel like your instincts are a one on this. I really trust you. <laughs> Will Levis, eh. Yeah, okay, what about Will Levis? Same game against uh, Vic Fangio. I feel like Miami's going to score a lot of points, and Will Levis is going to have to 
pass for over 210 to have a chance. So they're going to be passing a lot, I would imagine. So I would say over. Will Levis. Okay. If you guys want to chime in in the comment section, help us out because we really, I'm indecisive. <laughs> we got two and Will Levis so far. Okay. We got yeah. the other quarterbacks for the next game. Jordan Love, 230 and a half. Jordan Love's good. Giants are trash. Um, Giants I like Jordan Love. I, I like Jordan Love, man. I, 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 I like him. I think they I got like a guy man. over there. I'm going to, maybe I'm just being ridiculous right now, but I'm just saying over. Giants are, well, Here's the thing, though. They might end up running like running down the clock on the Giants because the Giants are that bad. Yeah, it's mm. true. You're going to go less? You're going to go conservative here? I'm going to say less. I'm going to say less, man. I think Jordan Love's interesting because like, he's like the old style of developing a quarterback. Take him in round one and around one, develop him on the bench for three years, and then he hatches a great quarterback. But he's not – I mean, he's good, but he's not necessarily better than – he's not better than Brock Purdy. I think, again – I. I Unless you think you're getting a Hall of Fame quarterback, you probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be drafting that guy in round one. <laughs> Unless you really yeah. think, man, if I pass up on this guy, I'm passing on Patrick Mahomes. Okay, fair enough. But Jordan Love in round one, you think? do you think they are happy with that? Or do you think this is what they wanted? I don't know. It's okay. I think it's so long ago, they're probably cool with it now. You All know? right, Tommy DeVito, 176 and a half. Oh, my gosh. This guy is not good. I'm going to say, I don't like, he lives with, his his mom still makes him dinner and makes his bed. I mean, making his dinner is fine, but making your bed and washing your clothes, I'm going to go under just because of that. Just like immaturity. Yeah. You're not ready. You're not ready, dude. No. You're not ready for the world. No. Or life. So you're not ready for Monday night. Not ready for Monday night. Absolutely not. Let's do like some rushing Hold on. Derek Henry? No. A-chain. I like A-chain. The A-chain. Mm. 57 and a half rushing yards. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to say. Mostert? No, 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 no. Yeah, let's do Mostert, please. Let's yeah. do Mostert. 45 and a half. He's in a. He's in a yes. I'm, I'm going to say more. Gotta vote for, you got you to bet on Mostert. And then hold on. Receiving yards. Where's Tyreek? Tyreek. 112 and a half receiving yards. Uh, over more easy right yes <laughs> all right two or more levis more love more devito less no excuse me love less just because they're gonna be running the ball devito less because he lives with his mom and she makes his bed <laughs> that's bad raheem mostert more tyreek hill more that's yeah 20 bucks to win 500 boom i like our picks man i, th- I really feel confident playing prize picks with you i think you think it through you're kind of saying something do you know that you know the uh what's that show that what's that show inside the nfl they used to have this um you know you pick your games they had this game where you pick pick who's gonna win the game every week mm-hmm. i made top 500 on that list out on like ninety thousand oh people i beat all of the all of the people on the show so i don't know it's something about i don't know hey though so basically what i'm saying is you should steal ryan those were ryan's prize picks he's really good if you want to if you want to take them you want to play Use uh, promo code CONE, C-O-H-N. Get a 100% yeah. deposit match up to $100. That means if you wait, put 100 bucks down, they put 100 bucks down. All of a sudden, you got a $200 deposit on your entry, which is fun. I charge 10%. If you guys are still in my, my picks, you're using my picks at 10% delivered in the form of Super Chats. Adam, that's right. All right, let's take them Super Chats. 
Uh, MJ's mom. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We'll get there. Killamig831 says, Grant, I told you the Eagles were going to lose three straight games after we whoop them. You laughed at me. They will fly to Seattle, all beat up and lose. Seattle needs the W for the playoffs. Apologize afterwards. Okay, you're right. I apologize. They're, uh, Seattle is not beating anyone. Seattle's terrible. I don't know, man. Is Seattle better than the Eagles? I don't know. I think that's going to be a good game, actually, man. It could beat the Eagles, dude. The Eagles look horrible right now. They do. Did you watch the game last night? I did. The Good. defense is like melted butter. The, the, the defense is horrible. I guess Seattle gave us a tougher fit than the Eagles did. That's true. Eagles might get beat by Seattle, man. That's true. Rob Watson says, glad to see you guys come around on Brock. Ryan won't have to make fun of my profile pick this week. Yeah, man. You look more relaxed. Today it's more just about being relaxed. I see. Grant, were you a little faded last night? No, absolutely not. I was at the stadium working. Faded. Freddie Hefner says, how long will last year Brock fans uh, victory lap over offseason Brock skeptics? Seems reasonable post-injury to be skeptical. That's all I ever get on Twitter whenever I post about anything. It's just people being it's, like, it's, it's more, it's, it's kind of sad, man. Like, Brock Purdy himself, man, I read the quote to start off the show. He 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 acknowledges he he's going deep now, and he wasn't last year. So we were skeptical. Like we, all, we all had Jimmy G PTSD. I, like I, like I don't Brock think people too. understand how... Um, competitive Brock Purdy is. He seemed like this aw shucks, I'm just happy to be here guy. But he had that great game against the Eagles. And what did his skeptics say? Well, he didn't throw down the field. What did he do the very next week? Yeah. You don't think he heard that? And and honestly, the skeptics that said that, they haven't been paying attention to this year because he's had four, maybe four games prior to that Eagles game where he was sure. cooking deep. Yeah. Sure. But my point is that I love how he responded. Yeah. Like you think he's above it. No, no, he <laughs> knows he hears. It's like, oh, oh, that's what I didn't do. Okay, well, what about now? What about now? We're gonna say now, and now it's really at the point where it's like, I, 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 I nothing to say. A little petty, I'm gonna purdy. say you haven't really led comebacks, but that's because you whoop everyone's ass all the time. So I don't know. He was down to the Seahawks, he was down to the Eagles, and early, I mean, I guess it's not a late, late minute comeback, but you're right. Like, that's why yesterday's game was my favorite game from Brock Purdy of all times. And it's statistically, you won't see that. Like He set the record for his most yards in a game. But two touchdowns, a pick. So from the outside looking in, a lot of people will be like, oh, that's not, not, not his best game. That was his best game to me. I don't know if we're going to talk about that in more depth, but I, I definitely want to well, we explain why. I want to say one thing I want to say about Brock, just purely from like a selfish standpoint as a person who covers him, I like him. And that's, yeah. I haven't really liked the Niners quarterbacks that I've covered. <laughs> like Jimmy, like yeah. he was cool. Like he was, I didn't, I didn't dislike Jimmy, but like he clearly didn't like me. And I, I had no relationship with him because I had been so rude. And um, same with Kaepernick. I, I, we were cordial when he, he was a backup, but then he became he super changed. famous and he changed. He changed. Those yeah. were the quarterbacks I covered. I, I really was optimistic for the Trey Lance era because he's so down to earth and, easy to talk to but brock is too mm -hmm. i don't know if brock is down to earth i mean I, I can't say that i don't know if anyone's down to earth you don't know these people that well but he's really easy to talk to and he doesn't big time you and when he's in the locker room if he's not talking that day you go over to him in the at his locker he won't be like hey i talked already like what's up yeah he'll talk to you uh anywhere he sees you it seems like a very personable person personable person i like <laughs> yeah i mean he came in under the 
to me in life in general, when people go through adversity and overcome it, uh, it just builds character and makes them better people. And Brock Purdy has had to do that as a quarterback in the NFL. And so that's yeah. just going to help him long term. Even after yeah. he gets paid, he'll probably be the same person because he remembers these days. He had to fight for this. Jeffrey Ray says 71 leads love week 13 last year. Last, week 13 last year, last sack allowed. 71 needs love. Yeah, man. No yeah. one calls him the greatest left tackle of all time. No one says stuff like that. <laughs> Dustin the Gale says Bo Nix, the next Brock Purdy. Um, he's not going to go in the seventh round, but there are some similarities. He's about 24 years old. I, look, I'm not a great quarterback scout. I don't know if anyone is, but I was looking through today seeing who's the next Brock Purdy. Guys who with a lot of experience. High completion percentage, low mobility, and a quick process. Let's see what his S2 is. But, yeah, Bo Nix would fit that. He played four years. Jaden Daniels would fit that. He played four years. Yeah, but, I think people are more themselves. Like, you know, we want to call Brock Purdy the next Joe Montana. He's not. He's Brock no. Purdy. You know what I'm saying? He's a unique situation onto himself. Jack Parada says Brock is very confident with his throws. I would always get nervous watching Jimmy G throw a 15-yard pass. Agree. Mm -hmm. The confidence is through the roof. Kyle Green, remember for 26 months, says Mason is still getting his 5.8 yards a carry. Yeah, because he's freaking really good. <laughs> yes. It's too bad the Niners won't let him go play for another team that would use him. I like watching him play. He's good. Mm -hmm. Jody Moore says, hey, guys, John Lynch has done an amazing job of building the team. True. I have a feeling we may be in the home stretch of seeing this team. They're getting old. Do you see college talent out there to keep us strong? I don't really oh, there's a ton of talent there right now. I don't honestly I haven't watched this is the first year I started watching college football because I'm a basketball coach and I was always busy um, but in general I don't really focus on it until after the season and I go out and scout when I so I can know what I'm talking about but one thing I do know this year which is perfect for the 49ers this might be the strongest offensive tackle class in years uh, which is exactly what the 49ers need so that's great. Yeah, Jose Ayala says, I'm going to reject that comment, LOL, Papa Cone. Which comment? What are you talking about? Cloud Strife says, guess as of today is the one seed Dallas and Eagles lose one or two more games. One seed is locked up, BT Dub, Fernando. Dude, the Niners got this. And I'm really happy because you I'd rather travel. not travel in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. You make these trips yeah. across country when it's cold, like going yeah. to Dallas in January, not fun. Going to Philly, did that last year, not Worse. fun. Worse, yeah. So, yeah, go Niners. <laughs> win. <laughs> JR Beckel says accuracy is the most important thing, yet you said Lance would win as many games as Purdy. You're all over the place. Man, Grant, you changed your mind after getting more information? You're, how dare you? I thought they would win in a different way with, with Trey Lance. I thought they would have a, you know, just an, like the number one rushing attack in the league, kind of like how the, the Ravens went, just an overwhelming rushing attack. I thought it would be the, the Jimmy Garoppolo blueprint, with a yeah. real running quarterback, play action. Yeah. Now you have a quarter. You have a, you can have a pass first offense. It's a whole different thing. So, where, um, where's yeah. this adolescent need to? You are wrong. Where's this come from? I don't it's understand. Okay. It's that. sports. It's fine. I'll take it. I don't have to be right. I just don't get it. I don't give a damn. Like I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure paid. I'm just pretty kidding. sure. I take it every back. human being on this earth is wrong about things sometimes. We talk 49ers on YouTube. We give our opinions. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. I'm pretty sure if you had the huevos to come up here on YouTube and give your opinion, you would be wrong on occasion as well. I think it's very immature. Yeah, also like, like to do that. I, I, I don't think us content creators have like a batting average. Like, hey, I'm hitting 357 on my <laughs> takes this year. Ryan's yeah. over here hitting 432. So yeah. that means watch Ryan's channel. Like everyone knows some people are right. Some people are wrong sometimes. And 
what they I don't think people are watching shows to see who's the most right the most often. It's to listen to the thought process and to hear people reflect on what they thought was going to happen. I mean, if you can't admit when you're wrong and you're always repeating yourself, you're boring as hell and people probably won't watch you because you're not going to be right all the time. Yeah. And no one gives a crap if you're right. No one cares. (laughs) No one cares. I think you go, you get a lot more, uh, what the word is, but people like you more when you talk about when you were wrong than when you were right. When you talk about, I was wrong about this and here's why people are like, okay, he's relatable. It's authentic. When people are like, oh, did I remind you that I was right about this? It's like, okay, what about all the stuff you were wrong about that you don't bring up? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kyle Green, do you think we need to lose one more game to really piss the team off before playoffs? (laughs) I'm worried they'll get overconfident and beat themselves. I don't think so, man. This team's been together so long. They've done December football so many times. I think they understand what's at stake right now. We've seen them sort of pace themselves and give away games in October, not in December in a long time. But if they get here. home, if they're, if they're, so if they're, if they are the one seed and they go to the Super Bowl, that's three games in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. I'm doing that right, right? Mm-hmm. So four games. So they can win, they just got to win seven games straight now. Seven games in a row from now. Super Bowl champions. Doable. And you might mm-hmm. get a bye week. City Burt says, don't forget the Niners curse. Burrow, Cousins, Watson. Beat the Niners and you lose your season. Ooh, the Niners curse. Mm-hmm. Zach Lowe, a J. Zach Lowe show says, thank you, Grant, for being the best QC coach out there. Brock Purdy wouldn't be him without you. Also, shout out Ryan because you the GOAT. Right on, man. Thank you. Jay Zach Lowe show says, also shout out Cowgirls for making me $1,200. <laughs> yeah, man. Good money. <laughs> Mitch Wisnowski got robbed. We're going to talk about him. I'll have a whole Mitch Wisnowski subject for the first time ever. James Welsh says, so Purdy on a stack roster is changing a tradition that is almost 100 years old and still proves to be the way to uh, the, be the, the Proves to be the way to get a quarterback. Almost every single Super Bowl winning team in the last 50 years had a first-round quarterback. Nah. All right, we'll see what happens going forward, man. See what happens going forward. Who's going to win Super Bowl this year? Is it going to be Brock? Could be Jake Browning. I'm just saying. (laughs) You can win a Super Bowl with the quarterback, the first-round quarterback, but once he's on his second contract and he's making $50 million a year, look at Kansas City now. Look at Buffalo now. Can we talk about how stupid it is that the Atlanta Falcons might make the playoffs? It's, that's a broken yeah, system. It's, it's a broken stuff. system. Yeah. Devin Smith says MJ's mom lived with him when he was a rookie. How about that? In your did, face he, did, did MJ's mom live with him or did point. he live with his mom? And did Joe, she do his laundry? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Joe Crowell says the key difference between Jake Browning and Brock Purdy is Brock didn't commit the cardinal sin of losing a team coach, losing to a team coached by Mario Cristobal in college. Go Ducks. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Novin says, I don't think it matters where the quarterback was drafted. All these guys who got no chances. Trey was drafted third and Q- is QB three. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't essentially matter where you get drafted. Okay, 49 says, this narrative has been tried before. Teams hope they could find the next Tom Brady. Two, six-round pick. It's way harder to find that, than imagine. Agree. Except I that Cincinnati so. may have just struck gold <laughs> using the Brock Purdy playbook. We'll see. We'll, yeah, see. we'll see. Yeah. See. Got him. He's got him. He's got him afloat. BA first back to back thousand yard receiver since Bolden. Says she praised Mike. He's, he's the damn fourth good. one to do it. Bolden, Rice, Owens, and now BA. Devin Smith. He's better than Bolden. Devin Smith says CMC or Roger Craig. Man, that's before Ooh. my time. I never watched Roger Craig. Craig. I, I, well, I, I, <laughs> Roger Craig was like a childhood hero of mine. <clears throat> Out of respect to him, I'm not going to answer your question. 
I'm sorry. I, I just like Roger Craig too much, but CMC is ridiculous. Okie 49 says Kirk H had a second round grade on Brock Purdy in 2019. Kirk Herbstreit, well, good for him. Justin Herring, member for three months. Thank you. Official BNA Music 88 says that that Brock Purdy H&M line is going to be fire. We dress the likes, so I'm all for it. <laughs> Cloud Stripe says, I think we got the Ravens to look at the Rams. Did them uh, did to them almost won that game. I think, we got the, I think we got the Ravens, too. Look at the Rams. Yeah, I don't think the Ravens are that great. I think the Niners got this. I told Brock thinking- Purdy to get a derby jacket. He likes wearing bomber jackets, and yeah. I told him you got to get the official San Francisco one. So we'll see if he does. I told him two things. He dresses him. him and Kirk Cousins dress very much alike. I find that interesting. Yeah. Also, the Rams are probably better than people think too. Yeah, they're definitely better than the Seahawks. City Bird says Trent really stood up for Brock in that interview. He did absolutely. Ethan M says four players with 800 plus yards is insane. Purdy MVP. He's gonna win it. Jody Moore says Purdy is fairly athletic and can actually run. Do you think behind the scenes he is asking to run more? Will we see some run pass options with him keeping the ball from time to time? No team would expect it. You know, hold on, let's stay there for a second. I actually like this idea, mm-hmm. and I've noticed the last two games he's been in the pistol a lot. Have you noticed this? I've noticed he's been in the pistol. I don't think he's asking to run more, but I think it could sure. be a, de- a really good weapon in the playoffs. I feel like they're setting it up. Mm-hmm. He's in the pistol. They haven't done it yet. But the thing with the with the the zone read, you don't have to be mobile. You call it on the four yard line, that could be a touchdown. And the Niners aren't having a lot of trouble scoring from the four. They give all those touches to Christian McCaffrey. But in yeah. a big playoff game, you could run a zone read from the four, fake it to McCaffrey, fake it to Debo, whatever, and have Purdy freaking walk in. That's a guaranteed touchdown. That's up the nine. It's in the Niners' pocket whenever they want to use it. So yeah, yeah, playoff time. Save it for the Hell playoffs. Yeah. Playoff yeah. time for sure. And they have a, a, a fake punt they can call should call. Official BNA Music 88 says the same people who thought Jimmy G over Brock Purdy as QB2 was a good idea last year. The same one saying you were wrong. LOL, see you at the Ravens game. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Jad is Jat says last week you said Purdy's not an MVP, an MVP candidate. Yesterday you spoke differently. What has changed for you? Was it only that he can throw deep now? He's been um, to, can I share this? I know it's, uh, he, he wants to ask you, though, so it's probably better you ask you answer your opinion. I think it's really impressive when a quarterback can beat the scouting report on him. Like, you just faced the, the Seahawks two weeks ago. They did a pretty good job against you statistically. Your quarterback rating was 86. You threw a pick six. Kyle seemed like he kind of lost confidence in you down the stretch. You come back and face him again. You know what the challenge is going to be. They're confident against you. They're going to try to take away the short and intermediate throws and make you throw the ball down the field, and you're like, cool, I got it. And you eviscerate him. That, to me, is extremely impressive, and it makes me look at it. It's like, okay, he's not – he is elevated by the system and the players. Any quarterback would be. Just as Joe Montana was elevated by Bill Walsh and his supporting cast. But there is something that Joe that Joe Montana brought on his own. There is something that Brock Purdy brings on his own. He clearly is improving. He clearly yeah. isn't going to get figured out. He can right. stay one step ahead. And on <laughs> this team, he can win a Super Bowl for sure. So look at his numbers. Yeah. Compare him to other Super Bowl winning uh, other MVPs. He deserves I mean, it. He's got the numbers for it. What, well, I thought this was the best game of Brock Purdy's career yesterday. It wasn't because of the statistics, but I felt like there was one. We saw a little bit of everything. We saw him go deep. We saw him take the ding of dunks. We saw him scramble. We saw him create off script. It just felt like to me that Brock Purdy put the team on his shoulders a little bit. Brandon Ayuk, you fumbled. 
Brandon Ayuk, you didn't run the right route. That's okay. I'm, we're going to come back to it. Watch me throw this bomb to Kittle. Watch me throw this bomb to Debo. Uh, I, I just, to me, that was a great game from Brock Purdy. Maybe his best, despite the statistics. I feel like the only other person who could really make a claim for the award at this point would be Dak. And that's, that's simply because, I mean, he's got more touchdown pass. He's got 28 touchdowns and, and six picks. He's got the same record. He beat Philly, too. I mean, his numbers are comparable. And Purdy's are better, for sure. But you could also be like, well, Purdy's on. Purdy has Kyle. Dak has Mike McCarthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Purdy has Chris McCaffrey and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Like, I, but I'm not saying Dak should be the MVP. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm who, just saying. Who, I guess. who would have guessed that Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL coming into this season? Nobody. Not me. Or the most successful, or the, 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 the MVP candidates. Yeah. Right. Having the best All season. Right. All right. Let's get off the quarterback situation for a second. Okay. We know the Niners should win the rest of their games. Maybe they'll lose to the Ravens. Maybe not. But for example, this week, they got the Cardinals. To me, the most interesting thing about the upcoming game for the Niners isn't the yeah. outcome. It's the attrition. What is the upcoming win going to cost the 49ers? The win against the Seahawks cost them Javon Hargrave temporarily, it seems. And yeah. Oren Burks temporarily. It almost cost them Greenlaw. Traverius Ward. So in a way, it was a very expensive win over a terrible team or a not good team. What's the next one going to cost? And I know we can't answer that question, but are you starting to get worried a little bit about the attrition? Fairly old team down the stretch. I'm always worried about it. And I think there's other extra steps they can take. Uh, if I have, you know, one or two complaints about Kyle, one complaint about Kyle, it's like he, he was still running CMC with two minutes left in the game last night. Um, it, it's just like there's certain times I feel like you could just pull guys out. And I, I think that has to be a focus. As soon as possible, you get certain guys out. I'm always worried about that, especially on this team. If you go back to the history of the, the teams under Kyle Shanahan in general, they've been beat up quite a bit. I mean, that, the big thing is Purdy, CMC, Debo, you know, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, if and Bosa. You keep those guys healthy, we're, we're straight. There's, I don't see anybody beating us. But you lose one or two of those guys, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's a little scary. I'm concerned when it's an older guy like Armstead. Is he going to be 100% healthy again this year? We'll see. It seems like he's sort of succumbing to this. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Javon Hargrave, 30-year-old D tackle now with a hamstring issue. What's he going to be like going forward? Traverius Ward, uh, almost 30-year-old cornerback with a groin issue. Like, this has been an issue for him. What's he going to be like the rest of the season? Or is he going to be compromised? Other guys that you're looking for with injury histories. I, I'm not worried about Fred Warner. I'm not worried about Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa suffers season-ending injuries or nothing at all. I'm worried about Trent Williams. Worried about Debo Samuel. Worried about Christian McCaffrey. Worried about Brock Purdy. Those yeah. are the guys. Yeah. Those are the ones I'm looking at. I mean, if, if they can't afford to lose Trent Williams again. They've seen that. And Debo, too. Those guys are so incredible. Like, they need the whole boombox thing. That's their DNA. Yeah. Seriously. And yes. I and if either CMC or Brock Purdy goes down, this team's in trouble. Obviously, they, they need to stay, take steps to reduce risk as much as possible for those guys moving forward. Especially if they get if they lock a seed in the playoff, if they lock, you know, they're they're already locked in the playoffs. But 
if they get to a point where week 18 or 17 for them doesn't mean much, um, maybe rest guys. I, I don't know what the, what the solution is, but I know that you need to take every opportunity you can to reduce risk. Maybe it's sub Debo out every now and then let Ronnie Bell get some snaps. Maybe it's, um, you know, take CMC out, let, let, uh, Jordan Mason get more snaps. Eliza Mitchell get more snaps than they have been. Get them all involved. Let, let uh, you know, they can do that. Shoot, take Trent Williams out a, a couple snaps. Give him a couple breaks. Just be as cautious as you can because that's the key. The, the only way the 49ers can't, don't win the Super Bowl to me is if they beat themselves or they get injured. There's an only way. a real yeah. shame if they, if they suffered a serious injury, a serious loss against Arizona. It'd be a shame. Yeah, I'm not saying that Arizona can't beat them any given Sunday, all that Kyler Murray, good player would be a real freaking shame. If someone yeah. went important, went down against Arizona. And that was the reason the Niners didn't win the Super Bowl this year. So it's football. You can't avoid it. You can't just play all your backups and hope to beat Arizona. But I feel like that that's the story moving forward. Not the outcome of these next few games, but the freaking injury report. And yeah. Kyle's going to talk at some point today. What's up with Hargrave? What's up with Ward? Are they going to be back? Anytime soon, or are you going to be really careful with them until the playoffs? I think actually the timing of Armstead, Hargrave, and Ward might actually work in their favor because of the, all those injuries should have them back three to four weeks right in time for the playoffs. So it could be a blessing in disguise. Those guys are out now, and they come back fully healthy, ready for the playoffs. Just hoping no one else gets gets anything. Jason Lutz says, what is Brock's ceiling? Was his floor Cleveland? Brock's ceiling? His ceiling seems to be an MVP Super Bowl winning quarterback. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Batman 29 says Lamar is 19 and 1 versus NFC opponents' career thoughts. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. It, I think it, the it NFC is trash. <laughs> that's that's the that's the reasoning. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think they play a lot of they don't play each other a lot. That comes into play with it. And just Lamar Jackson is very dynamic, hard to prepare for. You never really know what you're going to get from Lamar. He he can eat you up from the pocket. He can run for 100 yards on you. It's just very hard to beat that guy. He's very good. He's like a box of chocolates. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Steven Draper, yeah. Jason Jordan Mason signing versus the Hawks, Mason versus Arizona. Yeah, I mean, don't lose to Arizona. Take it seriously, but great opportunity to play Jordan Mason. A lot. Great opportunity to play Jordan Mason and to really throw the ball to Jawan Jennings. Yes. Yeah. All right. Agreed. This was really interesting. Uh, game was over, but one of the m- most memorable moments from this game was Fred Warner and DK Metcalf getting into a fight. Game was over, and afterward, it really looked like Metcalf was in the wrong. But when you watched, when mm-hmm. you watched the replays, I think <laughs> it's murky. I think it's open to interpretation, and I think it's fun to discuss because ultimately, no one got hurt, and it was just one of these like posturing pushing matches that resulted in offsetting fouls and injections and all that stuff. But my question is who was right and who was wrong in this altercation between DK and Warner? And should we describe it? Should, should we take people through what happened? I think we probably yes. should. Take, take them through it. Yeah. Okay. So let's see if we agree on this. Warner intercepts the ball. DK makes the tackle. Warner, tough to go down, laterals it to Dre Greenlaw as DK is taking him down. And he can kind we, of can we pause real quick? Can we pause? Because yes. this, this was a very important part of the story. 
Greenlaw tried to return that interception like he was Deion Sanders. Yes. And I thought that First was great. field. So yeah. that, that play was going on. DK yeah. made a football play, I want to say. I mean, was, he, was, was he out of line the way he tried to tackle Fred Warner? Well, that was a penalty. Yeah. That, that's how, he what, how he tackled him? How he tackled him. He so suplexed. it was the Fred Warner body slam. Yeah. Okay. It was the Dre Greenlaw body slam. Okay. Yeah. So DK, DK takes it too far. Slams Fred Warner in the ground. Fred mm-hmm. Warner doesn't like it and pushes DK in the back of the head. Yeah, slams and his DK face gets up yeah. and grabs his face mask. And Fred yeah. Warner, knowing that everyone's watching them at this point, all of a sudden goes, what's going on? After Smart. the game, asked about it, Fred Warner said he just wanted to tell DK that he's a good tackler and DK lost his composure and he needs yeah. to work on keeping it, which is so funny. So that's what happened. What do you think? Fred Warner won that one. Right? First, you intercept it. First, you intercept it. Then you have the uh, awareness to pitch it to Greenlaw. Greenlaw thought he was a return man there for a second. That was entertaining. But then DK suplexes Warner, which is should have been a penalty, wasn't. Fred Warner gets up and just buries DK's face into the ground, mm-hmm. which was a W. Which should have been a penalty, but wasn't. So they which both pro- got away with some stuff. Yes. But DK they both started got away it, with some stuff. Right? DK mm-hmm. started it. Fred Warner finished it. And then he got up and was smart he enough continued to continue it. What are you mad about? I don't even understand. Like, it puts his horns up. Perfect. Fred Warner played what? it perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't just shove you in the back. Yeah. I just didn't bury yeah. your face in, into the turf. Yeah. <laughs> I See, to it. me, I, I don't, I feel like <sighs> Warner was smarter. He won because he didn't get caught, but yeah. they both, they both were at fault. And all the outrage the Niners had, like Tabor Pepper doing a little thing in his locker, like DK was out of line. They got in a fight. Two guys got in a fight. There's a lot of yeah. testosterone and ego. And I don't think one guy was a victim or one guy was in the wrong or one guy was dirty. It was like, two guys got in a fight. And yeah. DK well, got caught. Like, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah. What are you doing? Fred was smarter about it. But essentially, yeah. two guys got in a fight. It's normal. It's normal football yeah. stuff. Happens all the time. For a one-on-one. Yeah. Being smarter, yeah. I just think it's funny. Like, there's specific words for these fights in football. Like, if you after the game, you don't ask Kyle about the fight because that's not really the word they Scuffle. talk to. Fracas. Uh, Nick Wagner used the word fracas. Like seriously, uh-huh. I love Nick. Yeah. He's like Kyle. Could could we just talk about the fracas? Look, like what the hell is a fracas? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is the difference between a fracas and a fight? I'd like to know. Just I don't know. Scuffling. Yeah, I don't know. Fracas no, is just football, though. You've never seen a, a fracas if it wasn't on a football field. I've heard of fracking. It's bad for fracking. the environment. I have heard of yeah. that. I don't know fracas. Ryan, no are one. you ready to give Purdy the franchise quarterback label, says Christian Andrew. Asks Christian Andrew. You know, I gave uh, – I saw, I told everyone, I'm, I think it was like week three, I said I'm sold on Brock Purdy for this team right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he can go beyond that based on what I'm seeing right now. You know that that could it change? Could he could he fall off? It's possible. I just don't see it at this point. So yeah, I think he is the future of this team for a few years at least. I'm I don't know, man. I'm a little nervous about giving him top uh, top of the market dollar fifty sixty million dollars a year. Like he's great now, and I know he's a very good quarterback. But will he be worth the money he'll get in two years? That's a we'll find out. I, I don't know that any quarterback's worth that. Mahomes is getting that money right now, and the Eagle and, and the the Chiefs look completely incomplete. Completely. Is Brock Pur- who's Brock Purdy's agent? You know, I'm just curious. His dad. 
I don't know. I'm sure he has a good one. Yeah. I was just curious because I I don't know. Is Brock Purdy going to give any kind of – he shouldn't, huh? If you're Brock Purdy, you don't give any kind of love to the 49ers. No. Uh, no. You're like, no, nah, that Don't you think he's kind of making a statement with the way he dresses? I think he is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, They're Brock not paying me. What do you expect <laughs> me to win? Yes, I shop at yeah. Kohl's. And they better pay me back. Like, this yeah. is – look at how I'm dressed. Yeah. This is my roommate. I think that's just how he is, man. I think he's a Kirk Cousins type. He just doesn't care. It's just Brock Purdy. He's probably going to invest his money very intelligently. I, doubt I don't see Brock Purdy getting paid. I, I disagree. You think Brock Purdy's going to be paid and just show up all swagged out the next day? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. He's got this aw shucks. I, you know, all I care about is family, faith, and football. Hold on. Wait till you get that bag. Wait till you get $500 million. Because the thing about him is I bet he has good taste in clothes that he hasn't been able to express yet. And then he'll get that opportunity, and all of a sudden he's going to be (laughs) – look at Christian McCaffrey, okay? Yeah, yeah. Look at Christian McCaffrey those post-game press conferences. Where do you get those clothes? He wears stuff. Yeah. Debo, I bet you, Brock. I'm disagreeing with you on Brock. Me and Brock talk. Privately, and we only talk fashion. That's it. Here's the thing: bomber jackets. I, this is who Brock is, man. I, I Brock's not gonna go buy a chain, and he's probably gonna drive a Toyota truck that he got by doing a commercial with him. Still, he he's gonna invest smartly. He's gonna buy a house and be smart about it, and save the rest. That's who Brock Purdy is. I, I don't so. see him. He's an inspiration I don't see him to changing us all. Yeah, he's an inspiration to us all. He's what if he came in dressed like Debo? And we... <laughs> uh, I got a question for you. Yeah. Yeah. CMC was the MVP of this team for a while. Mm-hmm. The last few weeks, Debo Samuel has sort of kicked his performance into a gear that very few players can match. And my question to you is, who is the more dangerous player at their peak? McCaffrey or Debo, and why? That's a very hard question to do, to pick one. Mm-hmm. C- CMC is the most consistent player. No question. Um, and so he's overall the MVP of the team, you know, outside of Brock over Debo because of that. But there's moments where Debo can be the most dangerous man in football, like he was against the Eagles. So it's very hard. For, it's, hard so it's hard to pick. I don't. I don't know. I think. I, I think it's easy to pick. Okay. I'm gonna go Debo on this one because I look Debo. He's not as motivated as McCaffrey. He's not as consistent as McCaffrey. But when he's he's not as durable but when he's in great shape and he's healthy i just think he's more dangerous like he can do a lot of the stuff in the running game mccaffrey's clearly a better running back than debo samuel but i think what mccaffrey does as a receiver is overstated you can throw screens to him he can run a slant he can run a texas route he can run an option route he can he can run he can run a wheel debo can do that stuff debo can also beat you deep he can he can he can line him up in the slot, have him run a deep crossing route, and he will just destroy Jamal Adams for a long touchdown. Like Christian isn't doing that, and for all the great things Christian does, that is just so dangerous. That type of explosiveness, um, that's why that guy gets paid twenty four million dollars a year. I gotta go with Debo, and I know he can't keep that up. He gets hurt. He he's not always in the best shape, but this version of Debo has got to be the most valuable weapon in the league. Yeah, I mean, I hear your argument. I will say Jamal Adams at this point in his career is not much of a challenge for, for most wide receivers. He's pretty bad. Like the Saints. I don't think I don't think McCaffrey yeah, could have yeah. done that. 
Yeah. Um, he, Jamal Adams is a Jamal Adams with cheese right now. Double Jamal Adams with cheese right now. That, I, that that's that's what I see. I saw him before the game yeah. in the tunnel, and he was yeah. talking to some guy uh, when they're on their staff, and he was just so gregarious and happy. And I remember thinking to myself, like, "Hey, you're in a good mood now. Just wait <laughs> two hours. Yeah, you're in a good mood now." <laughs> yeah. To, to answer your question, man, I don't. If I had to pick one to stay on the team, I'm picking CMC. I think he's utilized more. Sure. For a lot yeah. of reasons. Debo's yeah. inconsistency is maddening. But when he puts it together, it's like, right. Yeah. Now I remember why the Niners gave you what they gave you, even though they know that you have questionable uh, drive. Imagine Debo Samuel with CMC or Brendan Ayuk's focus and drive and work ethic. Imagine Hall that. Hall of Fame player. Because even Debo admitted in that game, you know, I wasn't really running hard until I saw it. You know, I'm like the fourth read. I think he's going to throw to me. So he basically just admitted I was taking the play off because I think it was going to come to me. Like Brandon Ike doesn't take plays off. CMC doesn't take plays off. If Debo just focuses in and locks in and, and goes 100% all the time, including the offseason, he could be phenomenal. He could be a Hall of Fame type of player. He just set the record for most running touchdowns by a wide receiver in NFL history with 19. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he's not Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice was a phenomenal route runner and would catch a bunch of touchdown catches, uh, passes. That's not Debo. But in terms of just yards after the catch, Debo has the, op- the ability to be the best since Rice. Just the ability oh, yeah. to take a slant and just go. A shallow cross, a screen, and just go through the whole defense. He has the ability to be the best since Rice. And I wish he would, like, take that seriously, man. That's your potential. Get it. Like, Ryan is almost going to choke to death thinking about what Debo could accomplish. Like he, he, just, it just went off in, in Ryan's brain and he almost choked. You got me choked up talking about Debo. Yeah, damn dude. Debo. Come yeah. on. Man. Yeah, Sorry. man. Debo's Debo's phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's what another reason why we started off the show of uh, the 40 have no excuse to win the Super Bowl. That's the name of the show. But can you have CMC? You have Debo Samuel. You got Brandon. I, you got George Kittle. You got Brock Purdy. Got Kyle Shannon, got Trent Williams, freaking Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. All these guys are just the cream of the crop, man. They're elite. This is the year. Niners going to win a Super Bowl. And it's hard for me to debate CMC versus Debo because they're both really, really good. Daniel Garcia says Demo with the punk move, sucker punching Bobo, though. Yeah, why did he do that? That 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 way I didn't understand. It felt like there was a whole fracas going on. Demo saw it, ran across the field, and like jumped in and like got it like a kind of like a kind of a sucker punch. <clears throat> then he kind of just pushed his face. Is that what we're talking about? They are, right. They're not really. Yeah. Kirby yeah, I mean, Tedeschi says, "Who's the Niners' goat of yak? Debo or To? Jerry Rice. Uh, How old are you? Are you people? Jerry <laughs> Rice. What? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, from a physicality standpoint, maybe I see what you're saying, but. Overall, Jay Rice. Jay Smooth says, beside tackle, should we draft another right guard? Notice Burford was benched again. Not sure who's available on the free agent market. We should draft a center, a right guard, and a right tackle. All that. All that. But what you know what the Niners don't need? Punter. No. Look, the most underrated player on the team, the most under-talked about player, is Mitch Wisnowski. Really most underutilized. The Niners don't really punt very much anymore. He's got the knuckle punt. He can basically get people to fumble on command. 
his mind control over punters and they're like, over punt returners and they're like, no, nah, sorry, we're not going to punt today. It's the Niners' best weapon, punting. They don't use yeah. it very much. So when they do get an opportunity, he takes it upon himself to run for first downs. And it would have uh, counted if what Ronnie Bell didn't make a big mistake. Mm-hmm. And I think Niners that was gonna get Mitch Wisnowski more involved. And I think <laughs> he just put him in a situation where they have to call a fake punt in the playoffs now. They have to. And yeah. teams got to prepare for it because that guy can move. Dude, he hit 20 miles per hour. Wow. He hit He's over like, 20 miles per hour. I mean, that's only like receivers do that. What, what where did this guy come from? I started Googling. Like he would on. lower his shoulder into some into contact. He wouldn't, you know. He's no Wisnowski's no punk, right? I, I Googled him. Googled him. And it said, it, I asked Google, is Wisnowski a punk? They said no. <laughs> no. This is zero punk zero uh, in him. And, yeah, and I, I I found out he's ripped. I didn't know. Found a picture you of him that. in his him Dude, and a, he a, might be the girlfriend. most athletic player on the team. They just don't want to give him his shine because they know if they really featured him the way that he should be featured, thirty million dollars a year. <laughs> he should be a pro bowler. I don't. He's never been a pro bowler. He should be this year. 49er fans, you got to go on Twitter. I believe if you type Mitch Wisnowski hashtag Pro Bowl vote or something like that, you can vote Mitch Wisnowski into the Pro Bowl, and I think he deserves it. And while you're at it, don't forget Tabor Tabor Pepper. Do both of them. This yeah. has nothing to do with Tabor Pepper. This is all about Mitch Wisnowski. Mitch Wisnowski needs a segment unto himself because this guy has been around since 2019. Wait Ever since the Niners drafted Mitch Wisnowski, they've been contenders. Is that a coincidence? No. Hold on, Grant. I gotta, I gotta push back hard on this one. Tabor, Tabor Pepper is snapping the ball to Mitch Wisnowski every time without a proper snap. Mitch Wisnowski is unable to oh, do. Why did Wisnowski right have now. to run? Did he have a proper snap on that one? Tabor? Uh, I think the snap was perfect. But Mitch Mitch has the vision, saw the opening, and, and took it. Took advantage of it. It's not a knock on tape. You know what that, he did? You know what he, has? Was he could process. He's just, yeah, he has it. He has the it factor. He's got field vision for a punter. Accuracy, too. And he also has the tangibles, right? That his 40 time. Elite. Yeah, he hit twenty miles per hour, and but but what he has is the immeasurable. If the Niners don't win the Super Bowl, you're always going to have to come back and ask why they didn't use Wisnowski more. Yeah, you know it's too big of a weapon for you not to get the ball in his hands. Don't Seriously, sleep on a they gotta call a, a fake punt at some point for this guy. He's it's good. a burner. I, I, I was. I had no idea. He when physical, I watched it, I don't think you could just bring him down. A lot of punters look like they're going to get hurt running the ball. This guy looks like he could actually trust you have to swarm him. tackle. You have to swarm yeah. tackle Mitch Wisnowski. Yeah, you got to get him high, low, gang tackle. I'm with you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way to. It's the only People way to stop him. Notice what are you? What is? What are you going to drop for me, genius? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Make, make, what are you going to do with the freaking offense? I'm not a punter. No, offensive weapon. Use, utilize your weapons. First, first year underlying under utilizing George Kittle. Now Mitch Wisnowski. Yeah, this is get him a in the game year. plan. Get him a Kyle. touch. Yeah, I agree. Oh, the tush push. No, we got the Wisnowski gallop. Make a wish. Make a Wisnowski. That's right. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's gonna be the difference between Super Bowl and not Super Bowl. Had they done a fake punt against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, probably would have won. It, we're working on number seven at this point. What a weapon. Yeah. Oh, the Eagles can convert fourth and one. Cool. Niners have Mitch Wisnowski. Fourth and 27? No problem. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out. 
You, be, you yeah. better be ready. Mr. Snosky's so good, he could punt, punt. He's going to do the knuckle punt, and you're going to fumble it. He It might even be better for him to punt it. He's so good, he could punt and then get downfield in coverage and, and make a tackle. Himself. Or catch it, it himself. I've seen yeah. him do it. Only in Australia, though. Because this guy's a legend. This guy is a legend. Jay Smoove says, besides tackle, we got you already. Andy, 707. Grant, you the man, Ryan, too. 707. Represent. Andy. Corey High says, you called it, Grant. You said that the Niners would not play up to their standard and it would still be plenty enough to beat the Seahawks and it would still be plenty enough to beat the It was. Seahawks stink. Really bad. They smell bad. Jack Parada says, Grant, can you ask around the facility why they aren't selling the Nike Elite on-field CMC jerseys been looking for months? Hmm. Nike Elite on. Okay, I'll, I will ask you. I will ask Jack, and I'll get back to you. Good question. It's been a really long show. It's twelve thirty. It's lunchtime. Sorry mm-hmm. for the technical difficulties. I don't. I, I don't know what happened, but we worked hey, it out. That's life, man. It's like that is true. That's life. Yeah. There are go with the flow. Difficulties in life, and what you got to do. Roll with the punches. Is, um, find a backup microphone. Yes. Roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. Hold on. We roll with this last super chat. Kurt, underrated play, 954 in the second. First and 10, Brock falls down, takes a sack instead of pushing to try and make up a play. Jimmy PTSD, two plays later, T to 19. Underrated play. I Good like call, when Brock's Kurt. about to get sacked. He scrambles forward in the pocket, and it's like a loss of two. Can I say Kurt Garrett is the is absolutely a quarterback name? Kurt oh, yeah. That's, Kurt Garrett. You're a quarterback. You have a quarterback names, name. Yeah. Short first name. Yeah, definitely. Garrett Kurt, not that's like a NASCAR name. Garrett Kurt, country singer. But yeah. Kurt Garrett, quarterback. All day. Garrett Kurt, you play the acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you sing about your pickup truck and your dog and Garrett your Kurt. Girlfriend. Garrett Kurt. Garrett Kurt. Live at Levash. <laughs> but Kurt Garrett? No, no, no. You were drafted in the yeah. third round. You played it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'll be back with uh, Larry at four. See you then. Kyle's going to talk between them. We'll find out some injury news. Mm-hmm. See ya.